Welcome to Mouse Geek Radio, where your hosts from two coasts, Mallory and Scott, embrace their inner mouse geekdom with you. Welcome to episode four of Mouse Geek Radio for the week of July 17th, 2017. I'm your host, Scott Barrett, here with my co-host, Mallory O'Brien. Mallory, what up? What up? How's it going? It's going. I got a nice tan. <laughs> Do you now? Oh, yeah. That doesn't exist. I'm pretty, well, me. I'm a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> I sparkle like diamonds in the sun. Yeah, it's, so, like, it's I, like my <laughs> wife. She's the same. Same? Oh, yeah. your, your wife has that New England look, though. She's got that nice bone structure, New England look. I just look like a straight-up vampire. I don't... <laughs> she looks like she looks like the the real vampire, the gorgeous vampire. Oh, geez, you're too kind. <laughs> yeah. But when we're together, it's like night and day because I'm I'm Italian and very olive skinned, and if I hit any sun, I don't burn. I just get dark, dark, dark. Uh, but for her, when she tans, it's just another shade of white. Oh my goodness, that is. Exactly. Carbon copy of my husband and I. And <laughs> praise the Lord, our daughter uh, inherited Jonathan's olive skin tone because uh, and I still in my mind treat her skin like it's my skin. And I forget that, you know, she doesn't get eaten up by mosquitoes and she doesn't burn the way that I burn. But I still slather in sunscreen. She's got bug spray all over. Her. She looks crazy, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, you got She's to. They're your kid. You got to protect them. Yeah, it's true. Welcome back. Thank you. We had a great trip, which, you know, we'll, we'll talk about. Definitely. On on this episode, we are going to live vicariously through Scott's recent incredible trip to the East Coast based on the Instagram pictures and the posts I saw on Twitter and a little, a few snaps. I was thoroughly jealous and I cannot wait to hear all about your trip the things you liked, the things you didn't like, what you would change, all those things. So, Scott, first tell us where you went. Sure. Uh, first of all, I love trip reports. So, whether they're mine or someone else's, as you say, living vicariously, they're always fun. Um, <laughs> I'm a fan. I I seek out podcasts that are doing trip reports Absolutely. because I really enjoy listening to them. We're on the same page. So for me, uh, as everyone knows, I'm a Northern California guy. We decided to take the family all the way across the country and down to Florida. And uh, we hit Orlando and the Bahamas. So it was an epic two-week vacation. Two weeks. Which is very interesting to plan for, uh, especially around clothes. You know, you're trying to say, well, we know we're going to take back souvenirs. So we pack an extra bag for that. And then we have to make sure we've got enough clothes to, to last two weeks. Because we're, to be frank, we're not big on trying to do laundry when we're on vacation. It's the last thing we want to think about. So, uh, you know, it's a lot of re-wearing swim shorts. <laughs> I know, same. I'm not a fan. I don't. I don't mind if we're in some sort of condo or house situation, but if we're in a hotel, I do not really want to go to a laundry facility. That's not for me. No, absolutely not. I'm either swimming or I'm, you know, reading a book in bed or eating, you know, room service, chocolate sundaes. Exactly. And I'm not going to pay, you know, $5 per garment to get it laundered. So I'm just going to overpack. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, needless to say, you know, it was, it was very hot when we were there. Uh, it was... Um, what late mid to late june and uh there was some stinkiness going on i won't lie <laughs> but oh, uh, but we got, we, we got through it and you know it's kind of funny because you, you know you're on a bus or whatever and you know it kind of stinks and you're looking around going i hope it's not me and you, you catch the eye of somebody and they're thinking the same exact thing i hope it's not me <laughs> so you're all in it together gross <laughs> <laughs> but so true oh it's so true absolutely <laughs> just blame it on the kids you know so <laughs> I know. That's what I did. As soon as I had a baby, I was like, oh, good grief. What was that? You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> blame it on the baby. Blame it on the dog. It's one of the yeah. two. 
Yeah. Uh, so, so anyway, so our first day, you know, started super, super early in San Francisco. You know, we're, we live about an hour north of San Francisco without traffic and getting to the airport takes about an hour, an hour and a half. And our flight left at 6.30 a.m., so we were up at like 3, 3.30, off to the airport, and, uh, you know, we flew out there, and, you know, I know this is a Disney podcast, but we've never been out to Universal Studios, so we, we took a, a day and a few hours to, to experience Universal Studios Florida, which was an interesting experience being, you know, Disney folks. It's a, to us, it was a very different experience. Um, you know, the highlight of that trip was, was all the, the Harry Potter stuff. The Harry Potter stuff in our family is, is huge. So, uh, you know, the first day we got there, we, we hit our, we hit our uh, hotel, which was one of the Lowe's hotels. We walked over to, to Universal and grabbed some dinner and we had a couple hours in the park and just kind of, uh, hit whatever the kids saw looked interesting. Uh, but the next day was sort of our full day at Universal and, uh, we got in an hour early because we were staying in a Universal property, which was nice. Which, and we, which hotel may I ask? Uh, Lowe's. I was it Portofino or Royal Pacific? Royal or... Pacific. Okay. Yes. All right. And it was nice. Perfect. Yeah, it was nice. You know, we didn't really stay in, we were in the room to sleep. We didn't really enjoy the, the amenities. We were only there for one night, so, uh, or two nights, rather, sorry. But it's close. I mean, but it's, it's super close. what you're paying for. Yeah, yeah. literally, <laughs> it was a 10-minute walk kind of uh, under the highway and over a bridge, and you're into, you know, the, the universal area, which was nice. Uh, but the Harry Potter stuff for us was was amazing. Um, I, I can't even begin to explain. You know, the kids they did the they got their wands, they got their house scarves. You know, they did the whole Pottermore quiz, which you and I have talked what about. House? What so house? So one you? daughter is one daughter is Hufflepuff, and the other oh. daughter is Gryffindor. Oh, I'm Hufflepuff. Oh, we would be friends. Oh yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, yeah, so they got their scarves, they got their wands. Uh, you know, we we rode all the rides. The Green Gods kind of blew our minds uh, from a technical perspective. Green Gods kind of blew my mind a little bit. You know, we rode it a few times, and um, you know, the first time. I paid completely attention to the ride and enjoyed it. The second and third time, I started, you know, peeking around the corner of the the ride vehicles and kind of trying to see the technology behind it all. And it's it's, right. it's pretty crazy. It's only a coaster for like thirty seconds. It and is. The rest of the time, it's like a Kuka robot simulator type ride. It's nuts. Yeah, seeing the 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 car that you're in is on this giant arm, which is on a roller coaster track, and the arm is completely you know movable in all directions, kind of like a you know almost like a Star Tour simulator in a way. Um, and you know, just seeing how that all worked <laughs> it was pretty darn cool. Uh, they did a great job with that attraction. How do you feel about the queue? Isn't it incredible? It really is. It was. Amazing. Just from the moment you walk up to the building, you know, you got the, the big dragon on top and it's breathing fire and you walk in and uh, just walking down the, the bank row and you see, you know, you see all the guys and and then you get into the actual going underground and uh, the, a lot of steps, the, the, a lot of steps. But the theme and, was and, spot and on. all of Universal, I was like kind of upset about it. I was like, what's the deal? We're walking multiple flights of steps on all these tracks. <laughs> I was like, where's the moving walkway? <laughs> there was none. Absolutely, there was none. Yeah. Uh, but it was cool. It was, uh, you know, again, the Harry Potter stuff was awesome. We we picked out it. Uh, uh, oh, man, the name of the sweet shop is escaping me. Anyway, <laughs> we ate chocolate frogs and lollipops and you name it. Um, I will say the one thing that I was really impressed with that I was surprised about and had no idea or no clue was the train ride between the two Harry Potter uh, parks, lands, if you will. Uh, I had no idea that it was an actual track. It's an attraction within itself. Oh, yeah. And it's different on... Regarding you know different directions. Correct. So obviously you're going from one to the other. You're going from you know uh, the school to London, and you're going back from London to the school, and it's it is a different experience. You know you sit in your little cabin. You've got the you know the window, and the window is uh, an animated sequence of what you're seeing if you were really on the the you know the Hogwarts train. Um, and then they've got you know the doors with shadows walking by, and you hear the students, and it, it it blew our minds. We had no idea that was the case. We figured we'd get in this train, and it's gonna you know you're gonna look out the window and see the backside of Universal Studios, and you know that was it. But uh, very impressive, very very impressive. It blew my mind. Like I could have ridden that all day, and I was semi upset that there was no woman with a trolley coming by with sweets for us to. Push. Honestly, we were waiting for it. <laughs> 
Oh, and that's called sugar plums. Is that what you're talking about? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We we were. It was impressive. Um, you know, Diagon Alley was cool. I like how you walk through the brick wall. It was a very nice transition uh, from the street into the Harry Potter world, if you will. Going down to the the alley, the dark alley. I can't remember the name again. I'm uh, Nocturne Alley. Nocturne Alley. Thank you. That was really cool. That was impressive down there. I did not know that. Because it's supposed to sound like nocturnally. Did you know that? Uh, there you go. Dark. And di- yeah, Diagon Alley is supposed to be diagonally and nocturnally. I didn't get the diagonally you- one. That's a good one. Yeah. Awesome. Good time. We had no idea that that was there. Uh, so that was awesome. That was an awesome experience just to find that and sort of walk down that that path and, and find it. So, um, so that was pretty much Universal. The rest of the Universal to us was was okay. Um, you know, I don't see us going back anytime soon or wanting to go back anytime soon. It's a lot of uh, a lot of these 3D, 4D uh, movement rides, which by the end of the day, you know, we're all ready to barf. To be frank, uh, we got a lot of motion, right? a lot of motion sickness, a lot of Dramamine was taken. I was wondering. I was wondering if that was in your family or not. See, my husband does not suffer from motion sickness, but I do pretty severely. And I was basically miserable uh, <laughs> at the end of the day yeah. uh, when we left there. And uh, I I came back to our hotel, took Dramamine, and went to sleep at like 8 p.m. because I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were yeah, we were popping Dramamine in the morning. We had breakfast at uh, the Three Broomsticks, and you know I was down in Dramamine with with uh, with uh, with the butterbeer. So the next day, uh, we we got up, got in our car, and drove to Disney World. Um, we were staying at Beach Club Resort, which was a first time for both of us. Um, we, you know, looked at pictures and whatnot, and it looked pretty awesome. The kids seemed pretty excited about the, the pool stuff and, and whatnot, and we liked the, the how close it was to Epcot Center and, uh, <clears throat> and transportation in general. And so uh, we showed up there, dropped our bags off, and immediately went right through the lobby uh, to, the, to the hotel dock and got on a boat and went to Hollywood Studios. For us, Hollywood, nice. Hollywood Studios for us was like a half day, if that. It was a few, you know about four hours. Yeah. Uh, we got there. We rode Aerosmith, which unfortunately I waited in line with my daughters. My wife and I waited in line with our kids. We got to the very front. And my youngest freaked out when she saw the t- how it took off, and I was trying to explain to her, "Look, it's just like Soren over California in, in California Adventure, which you love." And, but she saw it going into the dark, and it freaked her out. And um, uh, It is not like that. Why would you say that to her? <laughs> because they count down, and they blast you off. But It is nothing like Soren. I know. I was trying to get her on anyway. She she freaked out, and we, we walked off. So we got to her and I got to take the chicken exit, which, you know, it's oh, my... That is a bummer. It is a bummer, but hey, you know, it's my kid. I remember being her age. At her age, I wouldn't even get on the Matterhorn or Space Mountain, and she's been doing that since she was six or seven, so... Oh, yeah. Who am I to complain? Me, uh, the fact that she made it all the way through the line is farther than I would have made it. <laughs> so that was, that was the first ride that we, no, second ride we did. The first ride we did was uh, the Great Movie Ride, which I'm a huge fan of. Uh, I love Oh, you are? Good. I am. I love that ride. I love the fact that, well, one, it's just, it's nice and relaxing. But two, I love seeing all the different scenes in the movies, hearing the different uh, uh, soundtracks play. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, uh. Yeah, I just love that that show in general. So, I forced the family on. I don't think the kids enjoyed it too much, but tough poopies. That's, I was wondering if anybody else liked it. <laughs> it's a dad's prerogative. Um, yeah. So yeah, so we did uh, we did that. We did uh, the great movie ride. We did Aerosmith, and then I took my oldest daughter on Tower of Terror. Uh, my my wife's not a big fan of Tower of Terror, and my youngest one, obviously, uh, not happening. So uh, we went on that, and it was fun. And last time she wrote it was 2011, and she did not remember any of it. So, uh, you know, as you as you may or may not know, it's it's a little bit different than the one in California, where yes, um, you know, first of all, the the, the lobby's a little bit different, um, but the ride itself is a little bit different. You know, you get on the you get on the the elevator, you go up, but then you move through this really cool Twilight Zoney room, and uh, uh, that she's like, "What the heck? What the heck? This is awesome!" You know, she had no idea. So having a re-experience of that was, was was a lot of fun. What is it called? The the fifth dimension, the right? Fi- fifth dimension, yeah, with the big eyeball. No, that's what I was whenever, looking at. I love that eyeball. Whenever it actually moves out of the elevator shaft, it never it never does that in the California version. Well, now it's Guardians of the Galaxy, but it is. But yeah, <laughs> it, the, it did not. <laughs> correct, yeah. And the Guardians, of the Galaxy, are formerly Tower of Terror in California. You get the elevator shaft, and you just go up and you ride, and that's pretty much it. Up and down, up and down. 
the one thing with Hollywood Studios, we didn't do anything else in Hollywood Studios. Um, nothing else really interested us. We're not, you know, we didn't want to spend a lot of time on any of the shows or any of that kind of stuff. We ended up uh, uh, leaving Hollywood Studios probably a little earlier than we may have thought we would, but, uh, you know, some of the lines were pretty long. Um, one of the things that we learned uh, on this trip was how, f- with the Fast Passes, Fast Pass Plus, so apparently, um, and you may have known this, but the Fast Pass Plus, there's pretty much a guarantee that if you have a Fast Pass Plus, you're not going to wait longer than 15 minutes. It's a policy that Disney has. And so if the ride breaks down, for example, um, you and you're in the standby line, if it's broken down for three hours, you may get in line, and there may be a period of three hours worth of Fast Pass people that have to go through before you even get a chance to move forward, which is a real drag. And we experienced that a few times this trip. One was with Aerosmith, where it was down when the park first opened. And so we got in line with Aerosmith, but then there was about a two-hour period worth of Fast Pass people that decided, hey, I want to ride. And so we had to wait longer in the standby so those people could get in within a 15-minute window. See, and did a cast member actually verbally state this to you? Yes. Somebody, uh, not to me, but somebody in front of us who actually asked them, saying, well, how come our line's not moving and this line keeps going? And he says, look, there's a policy with Fast Pass Plus that they tell they tell people that 15 minutes is, is the max they want people to wait in the Fast Pass line. And if something breaks down or there's an issue, they just they keep pumping Fast Pass people in until the line is whittled down enough to where the last person would wait 10 or 15 minutes and then they can start doing standby again. That is very interesting because, uh, to my knowledge, that policy hasn't existed until recently. Um, it used to be that the Fast Pass Plus queue was about 20% weight of what the standby queue was interesting so if it was a hundred minute wait you would likely wait about 20 minutes in the fast pass plus queue and that and those fast pass pluses got really long when anna and elsa were in magic kingdom for a while sure because those standby queue lines were three and four hours long and the fast pass plus might be you know 40 50 minutes long in that instance so it's um very interesting that uh, you experienced that multiple times on this trip where they were just funneling Fast Pass Plus people in and all the standby queue people were at a standstill. Yeah, the biggest one was was uh, one of the days we were in line for Splash Mountain. And when we walked up there, it was a 90-minute you know, wait. And halfway through, it became 120, 140-minute wait. And, you know, we literally sat in the same place for a good 25 minutes as you just see fast pass people going through because the ride was closed for about three hours earlier in the day. And you just see the fast pass line moving, just moving, 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 moving. And uh, literally, we sat there for a good 20, 25 minutes before we moved forward from where we were. It was a drag. Yep, that's a bummer. So, yeah, so we left Hollywood Studios, went back, took a boat ride back to the hotel, checked into our room, uh, made sure our bag showed up, <clears throat> kind of cleaned up a little bit, and walked over to Epcot. And we just decided to take it easy that night because we knew we had a big day the next day, uh, getting up early to hit Animal Kingdom. So we, uh, you know, we walked around, we had Test Track uh, Fast Pass, and then we had dinner at La Cellier, which is, uh, you know, always wonderful. We ate. We ate so much food and ordered so much food. We had food in our in our little fridge in the hotel for three days after. Oh, delicious! I love that place. I just I love the the atmosphere and the food in general. Um, and we had a great great server. She was a wonderful Canadian gal who. Uh, I know what what uh, where was she from? Did she tell you? Yes, I don't remember. Somewhere up. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> it makes me laugh because they tell you which province you're sitting in, and there's maybe you know. 30 tables in the place anyway. Yeah. So it's like, so me and this one other guy are in Manitoba. <laughs> it's like, it's just us. <laughs> Maybe not, Cause it's a tiny restaurant and they try to make it like, Oh, you're, you're sitting in Quebec right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like really? How? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I like it. Good. So, uh, so yeah. So then that was pretty much it. We went to bed pretty early that day. The next day we got up and drove to animal kingdom. And obviously for us, it was, uh, the big, the big draw was Pandora. And uh, we got there about 10 minutes after the park opened and uh, ran walk as fast as we could to, uh, to Pandora and got straight in line for Flight of Passage. Uh, I was unable to get a fast pass for that ride. And so uh, that was the first ride we decided to do, hopefully hitting a shorter line early in the morning. But uh, it ended up being about 
110 hours, 110 minutes, 110 hours, geez, 110 minutes. It was almost two hours, uh, the wait. Whew. Is that what was posted or what you actually waited? Yeah, it was what we both? actually waited. Um, it was hard to say what was posted because I don't think they knew at that point yet. Um, right. That early in the morning, you know, the line, they didn't have all the queue open yet. So the line went out Pandora and across the bridge that you crossed to get into Pandora. And, right. and then we just kept moving through. So the nice thing was, you know, even though it was almost a two hour wait, the first time we rode it in the morning, we were moving a lot because they were opening up the queue. Uh, so there was a lot of walking, which was nice. But, man, what a what a, what a beautiful – I mean, in general, Pandora is just a beautiful area. It is well-themed and, uh, I, I mean, yeah, like most of Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdoms are one of our favorite parks. It's just you get immersed in the, the atmosphere. and makes me so happy that you, that you recognize that it's a – unique area i don't know there's a lot of animal kingdom haters and that bums me out yeah no we love animal kingdom we love uh yeah just the transitions between the different uh different countries and places and um all the little nooks and crannies and little things that you can find uh, is wonderful when you walk into pandora it's the same thing you know they got the big the big weenie up top if you want to call it that you know the big floating mountains with the waterfalls and um, you know, you walk pretty much all the way around that thing, and it's just beautifully themed. And um, you know, and this is just the morning; it wasn't even nighttime yet, where everything's lit up. This was—we were just impressed in the morning. Um, and then we get, yeah, we get in line for for uh, flight of passage, and that queue is, uh, you know, for a first time, the two hours went by fast. There's so much to look at, so much to see. Tell me what you thought of flight of passage, the attraction. All right. Well, uh, I'll start off by saying this: when I got off, I had tears in my eyes. I, I literally Aww. had tears in my eyes. I was affected that much. Um, there was a moment in the ride that I can, I, I still couldn't. I mean, I remember it so viscerally right now, where I sat up and took my hands off the handles and just put my arms out like I was flying. It was just that real. Um, wow, that's amazing. They they knocked it out of the park. The seats are comfortable. Um, the way you transition into the Avatar is is very unique and and, and uh, I mean it's quite simple, right? They they flash these things into your eyes, and while that's happening, you don't see the screen in front of you uh, showing itself, right? Before you sit down, there's like this big metal wall in front of you and then they flash these things in your eyes and by the time your eyes redilate and the flashing's gone all of a sudden you're flying and you're like holy cow you know i didn't even see how the screen showed up man smoke and mirrors right it, it was amazing it was a great a great transition and then you're flying and you know you're there's tremendous amount of smells uh and everything from you know trees and the sky and the ocean and dirt i mean you can smell the dirt uh when you're flying near the ground um the little water the little water splashes and the wind in your face and uh the the crisp the, what got me is the crispness and high fidelity of the video that you're you know immersed in was 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 top notch. It didn't look like a video. It, you felt like you were there. The animations were, and the renderings of of the ride were uh, were you know top notch. You couldn't beat it. You're like ah, this is what Soren should be. Exactly. <laughs> that that we talked about that. We're like yeah, Soren feels fake compared to this. It feels very fake compared to this. Um, and the, the the timing on the ride was spectacular. You kind of come in and you're and it's like wow, this is exciting. You're doing all the stuff and you're you know avoiding other eco and flying around and then there's a moment where you fly into a cave and you come down and it's dark and things start and it slows down everything slows down you know between your knees you're feeling the you know the ecron breathe which again another just small little thing that adds this touch of realism to the experience and you know you hear it breathing you feel it breathing and then you see things start to light up and then you take off again you know and you you fly out of the cave and you fly down to this herd of animals and off to the ocean and it's just the it, it's 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 got these crescendos in in there you know it's like you, you kind of go up and then you kind of come back down and then you kind of get comfortable and then you go back up again and it's just it was it, it knocked our it knocked our pants off well, like a, it's like an orchestral piece. It was it was beautiful. So, you know, props to the Imagineers and the teams that, that, that worked on this thing because, you know, they knocked it out of the park. And, you know, I'll be honest, it makes me excited for Star Wars, makes me excited for, for flying a Millennium Falcon because if it's anything close to this, holy moly. Oh, gosh, I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs>
I'm incredibly excited to experience Pandora. Sure. And I think I'm still going to love it regardless of not being attached to that film. But can you imagine being so attached to the franchise of Star Wars and having that kind of experience? Oh, I mean, I'll it's, lose it. Yeah, it's I'll be a, crying the whole day. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's every kid's dream, you know, every kid's and adult's dream. Yeah. I, 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 I got nothing but good things to say about that ride and the, the land in general. And um, did you uh, spend some time with the Navi on the river journey? We did. We rode that once. Um, and, you know, it was okay. I uh, wasn't quite sure of uh, the point. I guess I, we should have prefixed this episode with spoilers. Um, <laughs> but I wasn't, I, I wasn't quite sure of the, of the ride's intention or story. I mean, I understand that, you know, it kind of just took you through their world and, and whatnot. But, um, I, you know, it was hard to, to, to grasp a, a beginning, a middle, and an end like you can with other boat or dark rides that Disney has. You know, I gotcha. think specifically, I think, to like Pirates of the, of the Caribbean, right? So you've got, you know a complete story there. Um, with this ride, I, I couldn't really fathom what that was. Um, however, it's very beautiful to look at, but I, I couldn't see myself waiting, you know, hours and hours to ride it multiple times. Right. I have not, I've purposefully not watched any films of the attractions within Pandora, mm -hmm. but I did see a short clip of the shaman at the end of that attraction. Yeah. And it freaked me out. He's like, amazing looking. The I mean, movements. I was like, Ugh. I don't know if I really like this because it's so realistic. <laughs> it, you know, I've never, I have not seen an animatronic move that smoothly with that many types of movements. I mean, his arms and hands are moving, his face is looking, you know, like you saw in that video that they, when they had the trailer stuff come out, very realistic, um, super smooth, super impressive. Oh, incredible. Um, and did you eat anything in Pandora? So, uh, good question. We ate. We did not eat anything there. We drank. We drank pongu pongu with boba balls. Nice. And uh, or we drank. Sorry, not pongu. We drank from pongu pongu. We drank mora frozen margaritas uh, from pongu pongu with boba balls. Um, I love. Are them. they boba balls? They don't look like tapioca to me. They call them boba balls, and it is not tapioca because I don't like tapioca. It is okay. filled with uh, like a fruit juice, like strawberry okay. juice. Um, uh, that matches, so that matches the margarita, but my, much better. My wife wasn't a huge fan. Uh, I absolutely loved them, so I drank my drink plus half of hers. And uh, what I what I really loved was the the, the straws. It's a nice little touch. The straws are big enough to suck up the balls, so you don't you're not sitting there trying to pull these things out with your fingers or whatnot. So you just kind of like the ones they give you at Panera with the smoothies. The there you big, go. Nice oh, straws. Yeah, they are <laughs> super nice. Um, so anyway, that was pretty much all the only food uh, type items that we had there and then um we uh, the girls wanted ecrons so they we walked into the into the gift shop and you know you they basically picked out an ecron and it's something they can put on their a toy they can put on their shoulder and it's um i say this quietly because if my daughter heard me she would tell me i have no imagination but it's a puppet and um you know its head moves side to side its <laughs> mouth opens its wings flap and uh so they each got one of those and they walked around you know animal kingdom with these things on their shoulders and kids were looking at them and you know oh this is so cool um but yeah so you know we we actually bought them my wife found i don't know if it, i think it was for the disney store she found these perches that that you can get for your bedrooms so then they can have on their shelves a big perch for these things and then they'll sit up there which is kind of nice oh that's neat yeah so like a like a pirate walking around basically with Pre a parrot pretty much yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny they they really look similar to in jurassic park when the velociraptors hatch to they, me. Absolutely, that's, they like. do. that's exactly what we were. We were talking about that. My wife and I were talking. Are you about serious? That. Yeah, because we're big Jurassic Park fans. We were talking about the same thing. Oh me, yeah. me too. Love Jurassic. Did you like Jurassic World? Yeah. How did you feel about? That? I liked it. I liked them all. I liked it too. I thought. It, I mean, it was definitely cheese ball. Sure. But I really enjoyed myself watching that film. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Okay, sorry, sidetrack. Yeah, no, no, no worries. Uh, yeah, so we got the Ecrons, and then we uh, we left we left Pandora after riding those two rides, we getting the Ecrons and, and whatnot, and uh, just did some general Animal Kingdom stuff. We walked around, we looked at the, you know, the birds and the reptiles and the gorillas, and um, we walked around the Tree of Life. And uh, for us, you know, we 
we've never done the the Bugs Life experience in Disney World. We've obviously done it in Disneyland a bunch of times, but so we got to walk into the Tree of Life and do that, which was kind of fun. Um, we did the Kilimanjaro Safaris, which we absolutely love. We did that twice. We actually got there and there was no line, and, but we had a fast pass for it, which was uh, just starting. We decided, you know what, let's ride it twice. So we got in line, got on within five minutes, got off. By the time we got off, there was a 30-minute wait. So we lucked out, used our fast passes, got right back on. The kids switched sides on the Jeep, so they each got to ride on each side and see things. And um, and it's a different ride every time. It's one it of the best is. attractions in all of Walt Disney World. It really is. I love that ride. I love seeing the animals. I love being out there. Um, you, f- you don't feel like you're in Florida. I mean, you feel like you're out there in Africa. It's amazing. Um, so, yeah, after that, you know, was the was the big one. We did Expedition Everest. Uh, you know, the last time we did Expedition Everest, my daughter was much younger, and she got on it and cried and rode it again, which I was super proud of her, and she was freaking out this time around, but she's like, I did it before, I'm doing it again. So, <laughs> you know, we we, uh, we had a fast pass for that, but we decided to do standby first and then use the fast pass. Um, the line wasn't too bad. It was like 20 minutes, and that queue is so much fun to walk through. Uh, I almost feel guilty walking through it so fast. Um but yeah, we got on, and she wanted to ride with her sister, and they rode together, and she got off, and she had the hugest smile on her face and couldn't wait to get on again, so we rode it a couple more times, which was awesome. Then for dinner, we had uh, we had a buffet dinner at Tusker House, which we've never had before, which we were very impressed with. We ate way too much food, but why not? <laughs> I know. Um, I mean, you're on vacation. Calories don't count. Exactly. So it was great. They had, you know, I'm a big bread pudding fan. They had like some banana bread pudding there that I just couldn't get enough of. Right. Uh, I oh was wondering gosh. if they had that at lunch. Oh my goodness. I'm so happy. Did you get to see any of the bioluminescence in yeah. Indora? <clears throat> I did. It was, I mean, it was breathtaking. It was, it was really neat. Uh, again, I haven't seen really anything like that before uh, anywhere. And uh, we, we really enjoyed, we really enjoyed it. They knocked it out of the park. Man, do do you prefer daytime Pandora or nighttime? Pandora? No, I prefer nighttime. And what's really interesting at nighttime there is it's super dark. Like they don't have a lot of lamps and lights and things guiding your paths. It's whatever the trees and the flora is lighting up is what you'll get. And then they have some lamps that you know they they are themed to look like they belong in the flora and all that kind of stuff. But it. The one thing I, I remember specifically seeing my wife is it is really dark here. Like you can't see in front of you sometimes. It, you know you've got to really pay attention. Um, and, and there's been some drama over that, um, mostly because it was it started off dark, then they upped the lighting, and I think they got a lot of complaints that people couldn't see the glowing. <laughs> so then they cranked it back down. I think they're having some some growing pains there, <laughs> trying to figure out the lighting levels in Pandora. The floor was lit up. The ground was lit up. They have, you know, they have these, they have stuff in the ground that lights up with black lights, and you know, and you don't really quite see where that stuff's coming from or how it works, which is really, really nice. They hit that stuff really well, I think. It's called magic, duh, Scott. Sorry, I know my daughter would kill me if she heard this. <laughs> <laughs> she literally, she literally told me, "Don't spoil my imagination. Don't spoil it." Oh, bless her. So she knows I was, what's up. I was not allowed to talk about anything technically while I was there. Oh, this works. You know, we keep telling her that's, you know, you got to keep that imagination. Because she wants to be an Imagineer someday. She wants to design, like, toys and plushies and that kind of stuff. And I keep telling her, keep your imagination. That's what these guys do. They grow up and they stay kids. And that's how they make this stuff work. And uh, exactly. so she's, she's trying real hard to do that. She can do it. Absolutely, she can. She can do anything she wants. So that night we rode, yeah, we rode Flight of Passage as our final, our final, uh, final ride. So we got on, we got on the ride again, and um, this time around, I, so I'm claustrophobic by nature. So if I get in a tight space, or I'm watching even a movie and someone's in a tight space, I can feel myself get very anxious. And so we, we got in our seats, they locked us in, and there was a gentleman in our group that was a little larger than uh, than could fit in the seat, and they tried very hard to get him in the seat, and. Uh, it was his calves that he was having a hard time with, which apparently, uh, from what I've been, I talked to other people, that's been an issue with those seats is yes. getting the leg restraints up, uh, people with larger uh, legs and larger calves. Anyway, so we were locked in there for about two minutes without the ride starting, and I started freaking out because when you're locked in, you're locked in. You can't move. You can't stand up. You can't do anything. And luckily, they, they released us because I was, I was real close to freak out mode. Uh-oh. <laughs> Yeah. They released us. I stood up, took a deep breath, and I was like, okay, I'm good. 
Um, but we sat shake back. Shake it off. Shake it off. <laughs> exactly. We sat back down, and you know the seats that you're on, they have this little display on them. And my wife's seat wasn't working, and she, you know, she goes, "Hey, excuse me, my my seat's not working." She goes, "Well, sometimes the cast member says sometimes the displays don't come on. You know, let me know what happens during the ride when when you get off." Like, All right, fine. So we ride the ride, and we get off. My wife goes, "My seat didn't work." She goes, "What do you mean?" So she's like, "I didn't hear any sound, or I didn't get any wind. I didn't get any." Uh, you know, it didn't move, it didn't breathe, I didn't get any uh, uh, water or anything like that. And like, oh, okay, well, so, uh, you know, follow me. So we walk out as a family together. They they bring us to another cast member right outside the doors. And, like, her seat didn't work. And I'm like, okay, this is why I love the, the – one of the reasons why I love the Fast Pass Pluses, which was our first time this trip. They literally said, okay, well, for your family, we're just going to let you back on the ride. Here, we're going to scan your things and go get back in the Fast Pass line. You'll be back on in like five or ten minutes. Like, great. So they scanned our they scanned our bands. We walked out, walked into the Fast Pass line. We were on again ten minutes later. And I would be clicking my heels. Yes. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was amazing. There was no questions asked. It wasn't like, oh, well, here's a Fast Pass for everything but this ride, which sometimes, you know, you get, or here's this, or blah, blah, blah. You know, it was literally, yeah, no problem. Here, give us a wristband, span, scan, scan, scan within two minutes. Go have fun. Enjoy it again. Great. I mean, it was wonderful experience. So, yeah, so we waited in two hours, but we got to ride it twice. <laughs> that worth it. Hashtag worth it. It, it was. It was wonderful. Um, so that that ended our night in Animal Kingdom. We got back to the hotel room. We hit the bed, and we were out like like. I mean, we were out so fast. It was amazing how tired we were. It's been an entire day in Animal Kingdom. That's so great. You know, day three was Magic Kingdom. We did all the normal stuff. Um, first time seeing New Fantasyland. Last time we were there, it was under construction. Uh, we liked it. It was beautiful. We didn't ride Dumbo, but we walked through that area. It was kind of nice. Did Little Mermaid, which the queue uh, was awesome. I mean, trying to find the little crab guy or whatever and all the little windows and, and stuff yeah. was fun. It's beautiful, <clears throat> I think. Yeah, the outside is, is beautiful. That whole area down there was nice. Um, it was really nice. And we noticed, interestingly enough, that the, the new area down there uh, it didn't seem very packed. Like, there was a lot of people there. But once you get back there, it didn't seem very crowded, which was kind of nice. Did you do the mine train? We did do the mine train. We liked it. My kids commented, though, that it seemed very short. It is. It's definitely short. You need to do it twice to feel like you've gotten one good Right out of it. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, we only we but, only rode uh, it once. We had fast passes. The line was you know ninety to one hundred and twenty minutes. We decided not to wait. You know, they we took them through Fantasyland. Um, they don't, they did not remember much of it, if any of it at all, from our previous trip in two thousand eleven. So when we got to walk inside of a building to to ride Small World, it kind of blew their minds. Um, they enjoyed you know the Magic show, which is definitely old but still fun. Um, that was pretty much Magic Kingdom. I mean, uh, I don't even remember what we did for dinner. We rode Space Mountain. Uh, we probably got food somewhere in Tomorrowland for, for, for I just don't remember. <laughs> it's all a blur. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so, you know, the day after that, we spent half the day, the first half of the day at, uh, at the Beach Club Resort. We swam. They got a nice little sand bottom pool and Lazy River. And they got co- they got they have lifeguards there that have so much Disney trivia in their heads. They literally stop you on, on the river and will hold you there for like 10 minutes just throwing trivia at you. It was hilarious. That is so funny. I, I've never come across a cast member to do that except on friendship boats a couple of times. Interesting. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, it got to a point there where I'm like, okay, dude, I'm, I'm going to go. <laughs> that's when you that's when you need earbuds of some sort. Exactly. Earbuds, headphones, something. So you're like, oh, I'm spacing out. Peace out. Exactly. <laughs> you know, we, we did the big the big, uh, you know, two, three, four scoops of ice cream from Beaches and Cream as a sort of a, our lunch, <laughs> if you will, which was fun. Um, <laughs> lunch time, totally acceptable. That was it, man. And then, uh, and then, yeah, we so we did that for half a day, and it was really nice because we typically don't do, you know, any time at the resorts or hotels that we're staying at because you know when we go to Disneyland, we're typically in the parks from you know eight in the morning to closing time. And we never really go back. My kids don't want to go back. They just want to stay in the parks. And uh, this time around, we said, look, we've got this nice, you know, resort we're at. They've got a water slide. They've got nice pool features. Let's let's enjoy it, you know. Let's let's do something different. And we're glad we did because it was super hot and it was really nice to just be in the pool. And then the evening, we went to, we went over to Epcot and that was, you know, treats galore. We, we saw I was I was curious of yeah. all the things we talked about in our foodcation episode, what, what things you sampled, if any. So throughout the trip, we probably ate 
at least a dozen, if not more, Mickey bars in general, just across <laughs> nice. the family. Those things are so good. Uh, yeah. We had we had one churro that my daughter and I split, and neither one of us obviously liked it. We're so used yeah. to the Disneyland ones, but uh, <laughs> like I feel like I need a churro, even if it's a mediocre churro. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> um, over in Epcot, she got this like Sunday. It was in Future World. She got this Sunday that had like two scoops of ice cream in it and chocolate sauce, but then it had like a churro broken up into it, like it was split in half and pushed into it. She really liked that. Oh, that's um, nice. Which was good. We had uh, macarons, we had chocolate mousse, we had fruity drinks, including the the one that you recommended, the orange. Uh, Red Monier orange slush. That's the one. Yes, we had that from France. How'd you feel about that? Uh, really liked it. My wife really liked it. Um, good. My daughter has got her braces off, so we're like, okay, we're going to eat a lot of popcorn. She loves popcorn. And so we've got bags of popcorn with different flavoring. We had, like, churro popcorn and maple bacon popcorn. And, uh, I mean, you name it, we probably had a bag of it. (laughs) What was your fave? I really liked the churro one, to be honest with you. Interesting. Okay. So did did she. The maple bacon one was okay. I think we got that in Canada. I'm kind of down on the whole uh, bacon and sweet like the sweet savory where people just throw bacon on top of things nowadays but, yeah i'm kind of not i'm kind of not for that i just like bacon in its purest form i'm with you, know? you. i'm with you i walk into the donut shop on the weekends to get donuts for the family always and there's like maple bacon in there and maple I don't bacon want yeah. that just give me bacon on the side and i'll eat my bacon and then i'll eat my maple donut <laughs> amen amen <laughs> walk back got to the hotel as soon as we got literally as soon as we got in the lobby it started raining there was thunder. There was thunder and lightning as we were walking back. Uh, we we get in the lobby and we start hearing the rain. We get up to our room and it's pouring and there's thunder and there's lightning and it was it was an awesome show because out here in California, I was we don't, I was going to say you got your thunder and lightning storm. <laughs> we did, and the the best the best part of that evening, and I wish I had it on tape uh, or on, on video, was my daughter. We had like this little French doors that you could open up in our room so you could go out, look outside. And she opens those up, and it's literally as soon as she opens them up and sticks her head out, a clash of thunder, uh, a clap of thunder hits. It must have been right above our hotel room, and I'd never seen her jump so far in my life. <laughs> it was the most hilarious thing in the world. Oh, it's mean but funny. <laughs> oh, it was awesome. I, you know, she, I'd never seen her that scared. And then we had we had one more day left, and we ended up just going to Magic Kingdom and just riding more of the rides that the kids wanted to ride: Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, you know, Haunted Mansion, Big Thunder. Do they care though. about? Do they like space at all? I mean, does space do. Matterhorn inside? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they 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 liked it. Um, they liked it because it's fast. It's something fast that they can ride, and that's kind of what they're getting into right now. Um, so you know, they don't like it nearly as much as the one in in Disneyland, but they they enjoyed it for the most part. So that was Disney World. Um, you know, it was your standard thing. Um, you know, we didn't plan a lot of meals. We kind of took it like we do Disneyland, where we just kind of, when we're hungry, we'll figure out what we're going to eat. And then, you know, we went to bed. The next day we got up and we drove to Port Canaveral and got on the Disney Dream. Ah, best! Which was, yeah, it was awesome. Driving up there and seeing the boat. You know, I haven't been on a cruise in 20 plus years and my kids have never been on one. And, you know, driving up and seeing the boat, everybody's all excited and anxious and and whatnot. We get in there and uh, it was, you know, it was everything we we dreamed of. Um, It was a wonderful, wonderful experience. You know, we got on the boat, found our room, put our stuff down. Uh, you know, went up, went up to the food deck and immediately walked by the first bar and grabbed a drink and a beer mug. <laughs> so they got, so <laughs> it was awesome. So I had no idea, but they got these giant beer mugs or like 21 ounce beer mugs and you can spend 18 bucks on one. And if you do, every time you go back to a bar, they fill it up, but they only charge you for 15 ounces of beer. And then you can take the mug home when you're done. And so, I mean, I, I drank, I drank, uh, the, uh, I, I drank more than enough beer to, yeah, to get my money's worth within the first day or two. Um, uh, it's just like the refillable resort mugs, but. Exactly, which we, we did as well, which were awesome. We saved so much money because my wife is a Coke fanatic. So we did, we knew nothing about the Disney dream. Again, like most of our vacations, we want to just experience it for the first time without doing a ton of research. It's a little weird sometimes, but it's just it's what we like weird to do. To me. I think. Yes. I think it's cool to to kind of go in blind at some places if you can. Plus, you had a you had a travel agent that had booked all the main things that you needed, so uh, I, you were well taken care of. You you knew you were going to have fun, so I think that's cool. Your approach. This is true. Thank you. 
Um, so yeah, so we explored the ship, had lunch, and then as we were walking out of lunch, there's a little sweet shop next to the lunch place called Vanellope's from uh, Wreck-It Ralph. I and, love her. Oh man, you walk in there and it is it is it is sweet city. They've got walls of like jelly beans and Skittles and M and M's, and then they've got you know these display cases of fudges and marshmallow tails and I mean you name it. And then they've got a whole gelato section. And they've got the normal gelato flavors like chocolate and vanilla and that kind of stuff. But then they got specialized gelato. They got like red velvet cake, Captain Crunch gelato which what i wonder if it leaves your palate waxy like captain crunch does (laughs) it 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 doesn't and it is amazing because there's little chunks of captain crunch in there but they're all mushy and so it's i don't know it feels like it's been in milk for a long time um but it was it was very delicious and we we got to chatting with the guy and they'll they'll let you taste almost anything in there they don't care there's they just got a big bag of spoons and say here what do you want to try we walk in there, and they got this cool, like, Vanellope racing car uh, up on the, on, the, on the display case. I'm like, oh, cool. What is that? He's like, oh, well, you know, if you, if you buy this, we put in scoops of – we put in three scoops of gelato and, like, eight different toppings that you want to choose and whipped cream and chocolate syrup and all that. And then we bring it to you for your dessert at dinner. I'm like, really? And my daughter's like, can I have it? Can I have it? Can I have it? Can I have it? I'm like, okay, let's do it. And, you know, so she picked out all this gelato and whatnot, and they give you a ticket, and then at dinner, you hand it to your waiter, and um, sure enough, when it was dessert time, uh, the guy we bought, we, we purchased it from, from the sweet shop came, and he was there with the head pastry chef on the boat, and they hand-delivered this thing to my daughter and said, have a great trip. And, that is so uh, fancy. You know, the two of us, two of us couldn't finish it. It was so much ice cream. It was, it was, it blew our minds, but it was delicious. My husband we got, would say, challenge accepted. Exactly. And then, so, and then we got to shake, we got to take the car home. And so she's got the car sitting on her shelf in her bedroom. It's, it's oh, great. Oh, now she can play Sugar Rush with her car. <laughs> exactly. So that was a nice little experience that we had no idea existed and we just kind of ran into, which was, which was really nice. I don't know. It was just a wonderful experience, dining-wise. Um, the food was was top-notch. The The restaurants on the Disney Dream were, were a lot of fun. We had three different restaurants, and your waiters follow you from each restaurant, which is great. Uh, the first night, we had Animator's Palette, and, you know, it's it's pretty much a turtle talk with Crush experience on the walls. You know, they, my daughter got to talk to Turtle, to, to Crush, which was cool. Um, the next night was the Enchanted Garden, which is a very much like a, a princess garden themed area with like flower lamps uh, and, you know, a little uh, like uh, fountain in the middle with, you know, a nice light fixture with glass slippers. And then the last one was the Royal Table, which, as you can imagine, is like eating in a castle. Um, just, oh, you know, fancy. beautiful. And, and I mean, gorgeous. Disney cruises spoil the heck out of you. They do. Uh, we, we definitely will end up doing another one at some point. We were, you know, just, we were floored. Uh, the service everywhere was great. Everybody was super, super nice. Um, how they remember you, some of the, you know, I have no idea. Um, you you're know. like, I, you're like, I don't, I barely remember myself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like for dinner, I mean, obviously I, I would assume they take notes and all that stuff, but like for dinner, we'd sit down and, you know, we'd. You know, my wife and I would have sodas waiting for us that we order every night. At the end of dinner, you know, they would know exactly what we wanted to have with dessert. She'd have her tawny port, and I'd have a double espresso. And they wouldn't even ask. They'd say, you want the usual? Yes, okay. And then they'd come, and then there it is. And it's just, wow. Um, just yeah, wow. That's, that's amazing. I could get uh, used to it. Yeah, right? I, you feel like that's how you should be treated in life, and then you realize the rest of the world is lame. <laughs> <laughs> Did uh, how did you feel about Castaway Key? We loved it there. We uh, we did snorkeling and just basically swimming, and we walked around the island. Um, it was wonderful. It's, it's a beautiful place. Uh, we 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 fed uh, stingrays there. Uh, we had a stingray experience there, which was wonderful. My daughter, my oldest daughter, and my wife did parasailing, uh, which they absolutely loved and was beautiful. Um, oh, I bet that was gorgeous. I'm so glad you had good weather. We did it. The days we were on the island, it did on Castaway Key. It did not rain. When we hit Nassau, it rained a little bit, but Castaway Key, it did not rain at all, and it was just wonderful. Um, which was great because they were expecting rain the second time we. So it was a double dip cruise. We went to Castaway Key. Oh twice. my goodness, that's like the best itinerary. <clears throat> yeah, it was. It was wonderful. Uh, the second day we were there, they were expecting rain by the mid afternoon, and it just never showed up. And it was just a beautiful, beautiful day. Wrong. Ha. We win. 
which is great because that's the day my wife went parasailing with my daughter and if they would have missed it I think they would have been bummed because that's one of it was one of her bucket list items I I've been told that parasailing is incredibly relaxing where some people think it's uh, it looks thrilling but it's actually kind of like relaxing and semi boring but <laughs> no it's I would, a, I would it, like it I think <laughs> it's interesting you said that she's thought something similar she said the the really interesting and weird thing that happened is when you get up there she said it was like super quiet because you you couldn't hear anybody below you you could barely hear because you're high enough you could barely hear the motorboat and it's just super quiet and peaceful. I'm so glad she got to do that on yeah. one of the prettiest islands in the Bahamas. It, yeah, it was gorgeous. Some of the pictures that she took, uh, I mean, you can see straight. The water was so clear. You could see straight down on the ground from where she was. It was, it was amazing. Yeah, oh, was man. Amazing. Dream come true. Yep. That is so awesome. So tell me um, of your entire excursions, what, are, what were the most memorable moments and what were the things that you did not love? Okay, so the most memorable was uh, when we were in Nassau, another bucket list for my wife, and I did this trip for her, uh, was uh, <laughs> s- swimming with dolphins. So there's a place out in Nassau called Blue Lagoon, and uh, we take a boat out there, and uh, we got to swim with dolphins for about an hour. Um, you know, you dance with them, you kiss them, you feed them, uh, you swim around with them. They, you know, they give you an education on how they train them and how dolphins live, and I, I think that was probably the the most uh, the most coolest thing that we've done we did excursion wise um, that is uh, really on, cool on cruise. it was awesome but realistically I, I did not have a bad experience on the cruise at all uh, both on and off the boat everything was super smooth um, yeah I mean not one single problem well thank you so much for giving us the rundown I really enjoyed living vicariously again like I said through your trip and I it just makes me even more pumped for the next time I go to Walt Disney World and hopefully I have a Disney cruise in my future because yeah I'm super jealous <laughs> <laughs> it was like yeah it was it was amazing um, thanks for listening um, I haven't talked this much in a long time but uh, thinking back to all the memories of, of the trip you know even though it was a few weeks ago uh, you know I one, I can't believe how fast it went by. Uh, but two, um, you know, very fortunate that I was able to do it and how much fun it was. Oh, yeah. And now you'll have a, an actual or recording of your recounting of your trip. So if you ever I will, Yeah, <laughs> I will archive anything. it on a CD and I'll put it in my scrapbook. There you go. It's an <laughs> audio scrapbook. That's perfect. Thanks very much for joining us on this episode of Mouse Geek Radio. You can connect with us by visiting mousegeekradio.com or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Mouse Geek Radio. Also, if you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to click that subscribe button to be notified when we post a new show. And if you'd leave us a review and rating on iTunes, we would greatly appreciate it. If you'd like to contact either of us personally, you can find Scott on Twitter at ST Barrett, and you can find me on Twitter at Mallory O'Brien. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.